Here we are for the first Gone Trippin' podcast. Yes, it's finally happening. <laughs> for those of you at home, uh, this here is Ren uh, on my left, and uh, I am Cam. Yeah. Um, and this podcast, we're just going to be talking about traveling and all things uh, road trips, uh, even airports and stuff like that, although mostly we focus on road trips. It, yeah, <laughs> trip tips, trip new, uh, traveling news, right, right, uh, all sorts of different fun stuff. Um, you know, eventually... Uh, We'd love to get people contacting us, asking us right. questions, yeah, uh, different things that they you know, have questions about that we might be able to help right. out with. And we're so, going to get some uh, guests in here from yep. uh, you know, park <clears throat> rangers or uh, friends of ours that are avid travelers. Uh, hopefully we can... Some local businesses. Yeah, local businesses. That would be great. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. So. Um, and really, it's just about making uh, your, your traveling more unique. Uh, a better experience, uh, filling it with memories instead of it just being, oh, well, this is a business <laughs> trip that I'm going on, exactly. point A, point B, and then home again. Uh, it's it's really more about uh, trying to find everything that you want to do out there and then doing it. it exactly. And like I said, this, we're, like we were talking about, this is a podcast. Um, you will be able to watch as we podcast on YouTube. Hello, um, YouTube. And hello, YouTube out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully if we've got some easy listening for you, maybe some things that uh, you might find interesting Yeah, and you'll tune in, uh, on Mondays and Fridays, uh, yeah. for our new episodes. So Absolutely. let's uh, go ahead and jump right into, sure. yeah. Well, first things first, we've got yeah. to start with the drink of the day. Exactly. Drink of the day. Absolutely. I'm so out here today. Every road trip would not be complete without, without your drink, without a great drink. So today we're trying, uh, cherry Sprite. Cherry Sprite. Yeah. For those on YouTube. <laughs> Here's a look. Ooh, somebody shook mine up. <laughs> you got these. So I know, you. right? <laughs> mm. now, I am a huge Sprite fan. Yes. This is definitely doing it for me. Yes. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Shirley Temple's, which is 7-Up uh, mm. and, and Guar- Guar- I can't say the... Uh, but they make cherry syrup. Ah. And a big fan of those. And... Uh, mm, yeah, this is tasty. This is, this is not bad. I, I kind of like the cherry 7-Up better. You're 7-Up, man. Well, I typically like Sprite better, I think. But really? But the Cherry 7-Up. Uh, mm. It's real subtle. You know, I've had the um, the orange Sprite. That's probably my favorite. So oh, really? I've not tried orange Sprite. Yeah, because uh, I find like a lot of the um, fruit-flavored sodas, mm. uh, like the fruit is like really strong. Yeah. And I like it a little bit more subtle. And I think Sprite kind of, by mixing the Sprite and yeah. that flavor, you kind of get that. Yeah, no, definitely. So now, that's a great drink. I, now I said I think I'm a, a, more of a Seven Up fan in general, anyway. So that's sure. probably why I don't love this one compared to Cherry Seven Up. Okay, but we'll have to uh, put it back on the roster. when I was growing up, they had the Mix Seven Up Yours uh, ad campaign. And uh, uh, see, when I was growing up, Sprite yeah. was doing like all the um, the rap artists. Yeah, they were doing all those like Kobe. really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were exactly. Doing all those awesome commercials. So I'm a yeah. huge Sprite fan now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, awesome. No, but. Uh, Something to keep our uh, whistles wet so yep. we can talk, hopefully, more clearly <laughs> yes. and understandable. And, uh, I mean, I, I think I said it earlier, but every road trip, you need to have a good drink. Yeah, I mean, exactly. A good drink and, and something to snack on. Beef yeah. jerky, sunflower mm. seeds. Sunflower seeds. That's granola a good bars, um, you know, nuts. 
And so, I, I didn't read the article uh, classic, but I was reading that uh, trail mix is not as healthy as, oh, as people think it is. <laughs> no. And so apparently we're supposed to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stop eating trail mix. So maybe save that one for another I, I think the original trail mix might have been healthy. But sure. Like, that was like M&M's. Yeah, and stuff. Like, let's add M&M's. Let's add uh, extra salt. Let's add, you know, all those right, things. Right. So, yeah, it is really but, salty. Uh, it's still tasty. I mean. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't often care about my health as much as I should. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I definitely don't. I mean, I'll I'll go through a ten ounce bag of jerky in one road trip pretty easily, and that's going to, not to and from. So, oh, sure, yeah. right. So, um, but I I usually, especially road trips, I'm, those are my cheat days. Yeah, and if I was going to cheat, it would be on a road trip. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, even sunflower seeds have gotten to the point where they just put so much stuff on them that they're mm. probably not healthy for you. But right. man, I, was telling, I think I was telling you this the other day about uh, salted caramel spits. Oh right, sunflower seeds, right. and it's it's like a it's like a the uh, kettle corn popcorn flavor. Oh, and it's I'm delicious. A huge fan of it's delicious. So huge uh, I'm either rocking those usually or the sweet and spicy spits. Have you had the uh, pop? Corners or something like that. I think they're yeah, called. yeah, yeah. They're like popcorn and chips. Yes, Ooh, my kids, boy. my kids love them. Cool boy, the kettle um, corn. Yes, it's but it's they, they always come in. Uh, you know, get them the white cheddar mm-hmm. and the uh, kettle corn, and those I always the try cheese, to eat the kettle corn before they yeah, have too many because those are the best ones. Then it's like then the white cheddar. Than the sea salt. Those other two Why are am I always getting the sea salt? Taking up space in my pantry right now. Yeah, like, yeah. Kettle corn exactly. gone instantly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, no, but uh, <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Well, well yeah. <laughs> Classic. We'll figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Just the first episode, guys. Uh, let's get into uh, travel news, yeah? Yeah, for sure. So this is just uh, news that we found independently and then we're going yeah. to uh, sh- you know share with each other and, and the world here. Um, so most of the time we haven't talked about it at all. And yeah, and the sometimes we just is, mentioned it. Yeah, yeah and, the other person and, uh, is completely in the dark. Yeah. Who's going first here, buddy? So first we're doing uh, the fun. Yeah, so what's what's fun? What did we find that was fun out there? Okay, well, you go ahead and go first. Okay, well, my fun was uh, a potentially new travel uh, destination, uh, completely new. Okay. I mean, this is revolutionary. <laughs> uh, you could be staying in a hotel in space. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, I was reading about Aurora Station, although I have heard about a couple others, and they're basically coming in 2021, 2022, basically, mm-hmm. uh, is when they're taking reservations for now. But um, it, it will cost you between uh, about 9 and $12 million per person. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> so Pocket change. Maybe, yeah, maybe Pocket outside change. of... Uh, <laughs> Out of these oh, two podcasters' budgets, but something like that, you're gonna get some travel insurance, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. If it never takes place. You just spend and, nine and a half million dollars. I mean, not to be cynical, <laughs> but uh, it is a space station, so you probably want life insurance as well. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, it's going to be a 12 day trip right now. That's their plan, and uh, because they're um, orbiting the Earth every 90 days, uh, you get to see about 16 sunsets and sunrises every day. So here's the question. Yes. Is there a steam room? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know, but they Is do. there a pool? Is there a hot tub? I don't think so, but apparently you do get to grow your own space food and oh, take really? that home. Interesting. I was on uh, the terrestrial plane. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, all sorts of great stuff about that, though. Um, so uh, if any of you guys uh, out there uh, do go on one of those trips, let us know. We would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Well, my, my fun news... Uh, 
is the 10 best road trip songs. Um, Critical Hit Entertainment came out with the top 10 uh, best songs to listen to on a road trip. Oh, here we go. So Skeptical. Yeah, so I went through this and I was like, okay, this will be interesting to see. Uh, some of them I agreed with and, and some of them I did not. So uh, I'll go through with you and see what your thoughts are. Uh, you may not have heard of some. And actually, you know, I, I played a couple of these for you before the show. Oh, and I didn't uh, even know. Th- that, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that I didn't know what they were. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was, I was quite impressed. Number one, kind of really didn't shock me at all. Um, I'm going to be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. Proclaimers, I think, are. Yeah, those who, I mean, everybody's heard that song. I will walk 500 miles and I will walk 500 more. Yeah. I feel like we need a new twins band. (laughs) There's no more. I I know. We have Millie and Vanilli. Oh. And they were fake. Oh. Are you too young for Millie and Vanilli? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. They were these two guys that had all these moves and blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a singer. But anyway, <laughs> they weren't either. They were actually lip syncing the whole time. Oh, I thought and you they were going to say that there was one person. No, it was claiming it, to it, be it two was, people. It was two guys, and yeah, they uh, they were lip syncing the whole time, and sure. turned out they, they like won two Grammys and all this sort of oh. stuff before they got busted. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, this is really nice. It's probably before you were born, but uh, like I'm some old dude, <laughs> thirty-four. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was number one. Was Proclaimers. Uh, then you got, uh, so I, I can agree with that being in the top definitely, 10, maybe. Definitely. Uh, are up there. Highway to Hell by ACDC. Um, Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna. And uh, that's the one that video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the whole some thing, car, car repairs, but the outfit she was wearing does not make no. sense. But <laughs> uh, for fixing cars, uh, you don't wear white when you're working on cars. Too right. Much, right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... That one, I, I, yeah, I don't know where they pulled that one out. Just because it had the word drive in it? Is that why they picked sure, it? Sure, yeah. Not Popular. so sure. <laughs> uh, Riding with the King with Eric Clapton and B.B. King. That one I found very surprising. I hadn't heard of it before, so I went and I looked it up. And it's a really cool music video. Oh. You got B.B. King riding the back and Eric Clapton driving his Cadillac. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Classical. Riding with the King, B.B. King. You know, right. so... Um, but the, it had good sound to it. I could I could see that adding into my repertoire of uh, road tripping songs. Uh, Radar Love by Golden Earring. Oh, now, that's a good one. Um, that one I like. I have no clue. And yeah, uh, by the title I would. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So that was when I pulled up, and uh, you said you'd heard of it somewhere. And yeah, I, like, I think once it's I like started a, playing, it was yeah. like you start to think of all these movies. <laughs> well, it's a six and a half minute song, and so there was parts of it that like didn't get and there's parts of like I've heard this before like at the end of a movie like for movie credits or something it was okay um then you had Paradise City like Guns N' Roses that's a great one that's a classic that one to me should be the top yeah it could be and and that's where you know by the time I get to the end of this I'll tell you my my thoughts on it but A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton which is actually on my personal road trip list for that. Oh, shut uh, up. And yeah, so it, it's a good one too. And so is actually 500 Miles by the Proclaimers. Sure. But, uh, and this one, No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. That's a um, good one. The, uh, uh, the Passenger by Iggy Pop I, has no, no reason on this list. <laughs> I listened to that thing and I wanted to shut it off as soon as I was like, quality. Oh, no, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. How is this on there? Um, 
And then uh, where the streets have no name by U two, and this is one that you had yeah hadn't I heard before. I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> it was I mean it's okay, but for me like road trip, I, I kind of want it to be a little upbeat because yeah. road trips uh, I have uh, I'm more afraid of falling asleep than I am of like uh, being too excited <laughs> That's by what a the song. sunflower seeds are for. Sure, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it, it was just very slow. It was a very slow song. Yeah, it, it's it's a slow song. I I find it good if you're cruising. Sure. Um, and sure. if you're road, if you're totally road tripping and you're like white knuckle, like ah, I gotta get my destination. But if you're just kind of schlacking and like pondering life as you're driving in the sure. middle of nowhere, uh, it, it's a good song. That one's a good scenic yeah. Yeah. song for me. But. And that's where going back to the top ten list. You know, this is one of those top ten lists. There's very few top ten lists. That I feel like uh, you can say yeah, this is a definite top ten. It's, mm. it's like I want to put a top ten list out there. Uh, so it can be debated. Right. I think that's uh, one of those things. But I think for me, even a top ten list period, uh, depending on the trip I'm going on, is debatable. Like, okay, what ten right. song? If you told me that, okay, you're gonna go on a road trip, you can listen to. I think my first question would be like, where am I going? Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. And that's so good. if I'm In going, season too. yeah, exactly. If I'm going to the country, I'm gonna be listening to a lot of Dirk Bentley. I mean, I, I read through some songs to you earlier I that I had on my road trip list. I am not a country <laughs> fan. I will well, put that out there right now, yeah. people. <laughs> but all five songs, what were they titled? Uh, Every Mile of Memory. Yeah, something uh, a mile. Something. We're going to get there someday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, one of my favorites uh, all time is Motorcycle Drive-By. Oh. Um, and it's by Three Doors. No, not Three Doors. I can't remember who it's by. Anyway. Oh, one of those ninety bands. Yeah, one of those nineties bands. And yeah. uh, uh, but anyway, they it's it's I listen to it all the time, and it's very calming, and it's not a huge like like Paradise City. It's not right. that exciting, mm. but it's a real good like just chill, relax, think song. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I think that's one of those things. And then you also have your your kids. I mean, uh, you have to listen to different music. Yes. Uh, and one of the things that I started doing with my family um, is, uh, you know, they were, like listening to music and said, like, hey, let's listen to, I introduced them to a song called Charlie Brown by the Coasters. <laughs> and they like it a lot and they sing it all the time with me. But uh, I started going through the songs and uh, give them about 20 second, 30 second clip of the song. And then I go, okay, thumbs up or thumbs down. I stop the song. And they give me thumbs down go. or thumbs up. Like and, a family uh, Pandora. Yeah. If it's thumbs up, I get there's three kids. So if there's two out of three, we'll listen to the whole thing. If there's two out of three that don't like right. it, we just yeah, move on. For, so. for me, whenever I'm doing a road trip, um, especially if I have a co-pilot, um, I, I am often giving them the, the reins for music because oh, yeah. you know I'd rather not be like trying to like <laughs> think about music and stuff and picking it on my phone while I'm driving. Yeah. But also it, it allows them to be like... In control, and, and you can kind of do the Pandora thing. Where, exactly. Hey. That's, that's, where, that's always been my rule, uh, is passenger is the, the mixer, the DJ. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the only time that I like really go out of my way to, over, like, nope, this is what's happening, is when they all go to sleep. So oh, right. if, uh, if everybody's going to sleep, it's like, no, no, I'm listening to what I want to listen to, which is usually talk. So uh, usually podcasts yeah, or podcasts. That's what uh, I do books, too. books on tape or whatever. So absolutely, we should probably do that sometime. Talk about the you know top ten uh, uh, verbal listening rather than you know oh, talking right or whether it's a right. well, uh, gone trip this, number one. Yeah, this would be number one. Yeah, uh, but maybe the best books to listen to. Yeah, some books are yeah. boring. 
to sure. listen to. Absolutely. And some are exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, and so we That's can talk about idea. that sometimes. So, but yeah, so going on to the next one um, would be the weird. And boy, I think I have the weirdest one. <laughs> Uh, by um, all means. Yeah, so... I think you do, too. Um, <laughs> based on the title. Yes. <laughs> so, the one that I have is called... Um, uh, I Lost My Toes to Frostbite. So, uh, some English okay. guy from Britain... Okay. Um, was, he's a hardcore uh, hiker, mountain climber. He got really bad frostbite. And these pictures are disgusting. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he lost his uh, few of his toes from the frostbite. They had to cut them off. And uh, so he donated his toes uh, to the uh, a bar in the Yukon Territory up in Canada. He and donated his, his, his toes. His removed toes. His, remote, his removed toes. He donated them to a bar. And apparently this bar is famous for what they call the sour-toed cocktail and they have 100,000 people have joined the official sour toe cocktail club and they have a collection of like 11 uh dismembered oh my toes that <laughs> from is people that people have donated unbelievable and um, they have them in the bar like they're on showcase in the bar and so you know like i'll take uh fred's sour toe cocktail <laughs> oh man but each toe has like its own shrine so you can see the backstory of how they lost their toe and what, why they donated it. Wow. All these different things. So, I don't know how much you would. Do they have rules? Like, do, do you have to have like? Do you have to still be alive, or can I nope. donate my toes? You, you can donate. You can do, donate uh, post mortem. And wow. apparently, that's really um, gross. The, the tradition started with brothers Louis and Otto Lincoln, who used to transport alcohol from the Yukon to Alaska. In the 1920s. Oh. So most people, like the first couple, sure. are already dead. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so yeah. So really interesting. Um, it gross. is the Yukon Territory. There's not a lot else to do. Uh, um, sure, and, but uh, drinking and, toes is not on my list. As cold as it gets up there, I'm sure there's a lot of alcohol flowing. So you probably have to get, you know, four or five sure. years in before you're <laughs> like, okay, Sour toe cocktail, please. <laughs> well, I mean, here at Gone Trippin', of course, uh, yeah. we uh, embrace unique experiences. Yes. That might be too far. Yo, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't drink. I mean, right. besides Cherry Sprite. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, definitely. What, uh, do you have the bar name on there? Oh, man. It's uh, up here. We're going to hashtag them. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, I mean, because it says. I feel like it wouldn't be hard to Google this. And find them, but they deserve a shout out. For oh, they do. It's so uh, oh my goodness, it's buried. Yeah, you you go ahead and move them to yours, and we'll throw it out here in a second. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's gonna look that up. I'm gonna go to my weird. So, starts... it's probably the only. It's probably the only bar in the Yukon territory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? If that wasn't enough, yeah, uh, extremely unique. <laughs> um, so mine comes with a bit of backstory, though. Um, the world's largest cruise ship recently uh, left dock. It's the newest largest ship, uh, and it's actually a sequel to the previous largest ship. Uh, this ship is called the S uh, Symphony on the Sea, and uh, it's about th four football fields long and about 238 feet tall, so a huge ship that it can accommodate. But the weird thing about this ship is that they are employing a... Uh, in Instagrammer in chief, this this person's whole job is to make sure you get good vacation photos and grammable uh, shots for your <laughs> okay. social media. 
that's one of those things where it's like, uh, that's the job. Like, that's the dream job, right? Right. Like, yeah, right. I, I'm curious how much he gets paid. I mean, is it a, a yearly, yearly salary that... Uh, you know, and I, I have a friend who used to work on a cruise ship, um, and he said a lot of, like, what his pay came in the form of was food included and tips. That the, the base salary was pretty low. So I wonder if, I mean, if he gets a nice room on this cruise ship... Might be worth it. Yeah, just no. To for, take pictures. Well, yeah, as long as you know, I could pay my bills. You know, yeah. uh, everybody has. To- <laughs> and this is, I mean, as far as I can tell from the article, it wasn't like he had a, ca- a professional camera set up or anything like that. He was just there to get the good angles and and to know where on the ship you should take your picture. Not necessarily that he was like an amazing. It was just uh, he was an amazing <laughs> social media photographer. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, well, it's uh, it's one of those things where I, I wonder if it gets boring. Right. What's the what's the grind like in that job? Yeah. Does life feel real? <laughs> like, I mean, right. I'm seeing it through the lens of a, uh, a cell phone camera all day. Yeah. No. I, well, I, I'm sure it's really good social. I mean, this. But, cru- I mean, this cruise has a laser tag. They have a uh, the tallest slide. This is Royal Caribbean. Sea. Yeah, Royal Caribbean. Okay. Uh, Royal Caribbean cruise. Uh, it's uh, their 25th ship. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, laser tag on a cruise ship. I mean, at a certain point, it feels like they're just putting cities to see. <laughs> um, but boat has a an Instagrammer. <laughs> so that was my weird. That's that is pretty weird. Any luck uh, on the bar? I mean we can Yeah, yeah. That so actually uh, it's interesting. It's a five dollar cocktail, a toe floating in a shot of whiskey. That is what the uh, that is the the deal. But um, all I'm the hotel, the downtown hotel in Yukon territory they have a um, hotel attached to this bar? Yeah, so it's the it's the bar in the hotel. <laughs> so it's not like it's probably not a hotel like you're thinking like, you know, sure. the Ritz in New yeah. York City. <laughs> it's Yukon cool. territory. So it probably looks more like a saloon with the hotels <laughs> sure. kind of the old west, you know, gotcha, minor gotcha. style like a, a tavern kind of thing. I don't know, maybe it's like five star hotel. I mean, maybe. <laughs> we'll have to do more research into that. Yeah. But anyway, that was, that was pretty interesting. Do you think their Yelp is out of uh, one to five toes? Well, apparently they're... I rate this yeah, I know, five yeah. toes. <laughs> well, I... I uh, a full foot. The, the funny part is, is they were in the news last year for another thing with the same toe. So, um, wow. The, yeah, they make the news quite a bit. And, <laughs> but I even went to that story and it said, the downtown town town hotel. So oh, I don't maybe know they, maybe that's you know maybe they don't uh, want their name because they don't have enough toes to go around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't franchise it. Yeah, the whole exactly. business is built off of dismembered toes. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I mean, I I uh, just moved uh, here uh, yeah. from a small town, and we had the bakery. So maybe it is the bar. Exactly, <laughs> it might be the bar, the hotel bar. Yeah, nice. But well, the bar is probably named after the hotel. So right, yeah. <laughs> Um, or maybe it's toe reputation. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so the uh, next like yeah. So, this is kind of our uplifting news. Yeah, yeah. Kind so in this segment, uplifting and more just like that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or but uh, so this yogurt company, Nusa N O O S A. I've probably seen it on your store shelves. Uh, will pay you two thousand dollars to travel and find new yogurt flavors. Um, and so they're hiring five people to travel the globe uh, to try different yogurts and try wow. different foods and see if they can discover uh, Nusa's next new 
yogurt flavor. Now that's interesting. I mean, like you know, with the internet, I mean, there there's so much we can experience without actually being there. But taste is not something we've accomplished yet. I think the, at the same time, you just go get some plain yogurt in your kitchen, right? <laughs> right. I feel like they could, you know, but it would be cool to travel, right? Especially um, with like kind of like central theme if you're into yogurt. <laughs> yeah. I, so I actually have a history of. Uh, of turning in flavors to uh, corporations. Oh. So you've probably heard of Quaker Oats. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, I was at, you know, college student age, and uh, I could always find oats, big old thing of oats, but mm-hmm. I could never, you know, if, so when money was low, I could always find oats somewhere in some cupboard in my apartment. And, uh, and then there was always peanut butter and jelly. And so I made peanut butter and jelly oatmeal for many meals. And what, I thought... What's that like? I feel like with it the, was like peanut the oats, butter. You'd have like a bit of a crunch, which was, is nice. Yeah, it was like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I mean, the uh, uh, I probably overcooked my oats a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, it was pretty good, and and uh, everybody who tried it liked it. And who doesn't like PB and J? So I was actually living in Iowa at the time in Cedar Rapids, which is where Quaker has a factory. And so I contacted them and said, "Hey, I uh, have a suggestion. I have a new flavor for you: a peanut butter and jelly." And so. They're like, oh, well, that sounds actually really good. We don't make that. We've not thought about it. So yeah, we'll, if if something comes of it, we'll uh, let you know. And really, and, yeah, and wow. uh, nothing ever came of it. Oh, but, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. that's sad. so bring back the PB and J oatmeal. Yes, but, uh, no. And uh, a lesson to you, uh, listeners: yeah. if you have suggestions for us, we will listen to them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we well, will get back to I, you. I kind of want to call Nusa and say, "How about PB and J yogurt?" Oh, oh, yeah, I don't know Greek about that. Yogurt. Oh. Fan, if though. you swirl it, you just gotta swirl it, just like the fruit. You swirl it inside Would the peanut butter yogurt. yogurt go well together. I feel like I don't peanut know butter why. and dairy can't I, I, operate. You don't on have the peanut same butter way. and jelly with a, with milk. No. Oh, but, you're yeah. missing out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the thing I liked. Interesting. Was, uh, yeah, that's great. I liked. I hope more paid. companies start to do like yeah, uh, research pay, that pay way. Pay people to figure out new. Yeah. Uh, pay people foods. to travel. Yeah. Hey, and if you're one of those five people and you want to get on the podcast, yeah. what's up? Yeah, just <laughs> um, So my uh, uplifting news is uh, comes out of uh, California, their Death Valley National Park. Uh, Eureka Valley um, has an evening primrose that was since... Uh, like the primrose. Yeah, 1978 was on the uh, endangered uh, species list. It is now off. Oh, really? Yeah, very recently very it was taken cool. off. It is now threatened, not endangered. Um, and this has been through efforts uh, from the park and surrounding um, groups uh, to uh, just inform people that are going to the park where, like, the primrose uh, usually grows, bottom of dunes. You're trying to keep people on the path that, you know, they have laid out instead of going off. Um, so through all these efforts, they were able to basically make sure that this flower is going to be uh, in Death Valley. Which, That's very, yeah. I mean, yeah, not much grows there, so... Right, right. What and, does... And, and what does, it, it like, it's yeah. very specific to that environment, so... Yeah. That's awesome. Really uplifting news. There you so, go. So, uh, if you want to see the uh, evening primrose in person, um, you can visit uh, California's Death Valley. Just don't touch them. Stay on the trail. Yeah. Look, don't touch, stay on the trail. Right. <laughs> That's good advice. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back that to, yeah. uh, in our trip and tips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next we figure we uh, talk about some different options with Reddit. Uh, we were going through Reddit today, and we noticed some people that were asking for help on different road trips. Right. And so I, I went ahead and uh, started a couple of those and uh, sent us some comments. But I figure I'd go um, you know, a little bit deeper 
on things they can do on their trips. But if you ever find yourself in these areas, um, here are some places that I would send you. Uh, one of the things about some of these places he's going to, uh, he's going through Cody, Wyoming, which is home of Buffalo Bill. So uh, oh. you've probably heard of Buffalo Bill. A lot of Western stories about Buffalo Bill. I guess you're from Virginia, so maybe you have. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm from I, out west. So. I thought you were talking about the Buffalo Bills. And oh like, no, no, wait, no, what? Oh yeah, they started out there. Born in Buffalo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bill Cody. So the, the town of Cody, Wyoming, was named after him. Okay, but he was a famous uh, Western. Uh, I, I don't know how you'd put it. Not quite circus, but. Uh, did a lot of entertainment. Oh, but also, sure. he was a showman. Yeah, did a lot of stuff there uh, out west. Uh, very much outdoorsman. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but yeah, so going into Yellowstone and uh, National Park, he already uh, went ahead and did the the one thing I noticed that I was going to suggest to him, and that was to get the National Parks Pass for eighty bucks. He's already going to be like going through six or seven of them. It's already well worth it at that right, point. Right, right. Because uh, <laughs> um, most of them are, what, 40 to get in? Yeah, yeah. 20, well, 20, anywhere from 20 to 40 to get sure. in, depending on Yellowstone alone, between Yellowstone and, and uh, Grand uh, Teton National Village, uh, or National Park, would be uh, about 60 bucks to go to both those. Right, so, so $20 extra it, and you get to go to it, the rest it, of them. Exactly. That's a good trip in tip. Exactly. So... So he, somebody already mentioned that to him. He did that. Um, but he's going to be in that area, and, and I'm hoping he stops by. And so that was my, my comment to him was um, Mesa Falls. And Mesa Falls is uh, two waterfalls. There's an upper Mesa Falls and a lower Mesa Falls. Um, upper Mesa Falls is like a 60-foot plunge uh, that you can – it's got, you know, these uh, boardwalk that goes to the edge of the cliff, and you can – Oh, You're awesome. standing probably – Oh, 25, 30 feet from it. And it's just, it's slow and, and that. But then the lower one, you can view it from up high. What a lot of people don't realize is you can actually hike down to it. Ooh. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's only like a, <clears throat> excuse me, two-mile hike. And um, and it the first, like, 1.75 miles is is just walking down, like, this AV, ATV trail. Mm-hmm. So it's huge and really easy to walk. Um, um, not a lot of elevation change or anything. I'm more, uh, I would classify myself as more yeah. of an urban traveler. So right. I haven't done much of the national park yeah. scene. And I mean, everybody talks about Yellowstone. Oh I mean, yeah. Whenever national parks come up, it's Yellowstone, Zion, but yeah, mostly Yellowstone. Is Yellowstone overrated or does no, it deserve no. the hype So for you, you would love Yellowstone. Really? You would love it. Yeah. Um, it's very, uh, touristy. It's very, uh, Commercial. Sure. Um, there's two like main uh, loops. Like, I mean, figure. it's huge, right? Yeah, it's, it's a huge. It's, area. it's huge, and that's the thing. So most people don't even see the full Yellowstone sure. because they they have two figure eights that are by car. All the pullouts, they just go out, pull out, take pictures, all that kind of stuff. Uh, boardwalks to go and walk around the the different uh, uh, color pots and and things they have around there. The water coming out of the ground. Old Faithful is really cool. It's surrounded by a it's it's uh, Yellowstone Village. Right. It's it's surrounded by restaurants and food places, and <laughs> all this different That's things. That's so crazy um, to like even think about. Yeah. Like, that there's a town in the middle of this. Like, yeah, it, I mean it's not a huge town, but it's 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 it has everything you need. You could live at the village <laughs> and and just watch Old Faithful all day. But uh, <clears throat> um, but uh, there there's also like 
a couple of towns that are just on the edge of the park. So those loops go by those towns. Mm. Um, Sounds awesome. There's Yellowstone um, Lodge that's in there uh, where you can stay at the lodge. And there's restaurants and that too by Yellowstone Lake. Um, so there's definitely a lot of stuff. I mean, that there's Yellowstone serves everybody. It serves somebody like you that may not be comfortable going on you know a twelve mile round trip hike. Right, definitely. Um, but uh, it would it also that sounds though, very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> um, but as far as like driving a car, getting out and looking at stuff, and then getting back in your car and driving, sure, that's what it services the most. But the cool thing about it is it's also a really good place for somebody like you to challenge yourself. So you could go and do the stuff you're comfortable with. But then, like, okay, why I'm here, I'm going to do this one challenge and, like, hike to Fairy Falls, which is a 12-mile round-trip hike, but it has, like, zero elevation change. Oh, sure. So you're just walking, walking. 12 miles That's um, nice. away from everybody. And uh, and so you can do that. I think that's something that um, people should challenge themselves to do is is to try to get out of that comfort zone of just – because you're missing a lot of stuff and you're going to see a lot of things right. when you go that. Don't do it by yourself. Um, yeah. In fact, I don't care how – uh, experience you think you are it's just never a good idea to go do those things by yourself the buddy system or right. if you've ever watched heavyweights the body says oh. <laughs> <laughs> watch heavyweights you'll get what I'm saying and you'll laugh um, but uh, anyway yeah so Yellowstone's really cool in that way it's very commercialized um, but there are things but you just have to kind of really search to know about those things that you can kind of get away from all the other tours because there's it's literally I mean man you can only see so many buffalo, and I've been there so many times, and traffic just gets backed up because somebody saw a buffalo uh, oh. with two baby calves, and so they get out and, you know, taking pictures and everything. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, is it a bear? Because if you see a grizzly bear, then you're really lucky, and that's where you want to kind of get out and take your picture of a So are you bear. telling me that Yellowstone needs an Instagrammer on staff? <laughs> no. Well, they should. They, I mean, they should. They probably don't. But because, you know, it's um, to promote that kind of stuff, you really actually have to have a permit from the national parks. Mm. So, uh, oh, I see. but they should have an Instagram, or I just don't know if they have a dedicated one. And yeah. they should. That's actually a really, <laughs> <laughs> really good idea. They probably have rangers that do different things sure. and, um, and that. But yeah, so Yellowstone National Park is really good in that way. Another one is Zion. It's also, it has buses that take you to different trails to hike. Mm. Um, you can hike those, they have hard trails. Zion has a village at the entrance, and then it has a town just outside, like just outside the town sure. village outside. But nothing in the middle. Like, nothing inside of it. It's um, and so uh, when you get dropped off someplace, you are, I mean, all the trails are marked really well and that kind of stuff. But um, you come back and wait at the bus stop. <laughs> like, right. That's literally you ride, your, you ride your bike and you can't even take your car along. Really? So, yeah. Oh wow, that's very different than Yellowstone because I. Um, uh, I hear like people even like rave about driving in Yellowstone because it's basically like well and, and going to Zion one of the coolest thing about Zion is the uh, the buses when you get on the bus um, it plays a bird sound and then it will tell you that is the sound of the canyon wren so oh. I'm like yeah it's me <laughs> but that's uh, so yeah cute. that's a bird in case you didn't right no, yeah it's yeah. a bird sound I got yeah it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway um, but yeah so so there's definitely. A lot of things to do in the Yellowstone area. Sure. Now, the Targhee National Park, or not the Targhee, sorry, uh, the Teton National Park is more outdoors. But this, like Mesa Falls, is actually there, right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't cost, it costs you to go and like five bucks, to, um, I believe it's five bucks a car. 
and then you go and walk around or whatever. But uh, it's really short. It's really quick. It's an overlook. But if you want to really expound your experience, that's where you hike down to this. Right. And it's such an easy hike. You would totally be able to do it. I mean, cool. if you can walk from here to your car, <laughs> and that's the elevation change. So <laughs> we're on the second floor. Um, but it's the last, like, 0.25 miles or even less where um, it's a bunch of volcanic rock. And oh. so you're just kind of crawling through volcanic rock. Wow. To, so you don't break your ankles to get down where you can put your hand in the lower falls and just feel the mist on your skin. It's awesome. Wow. And totally worth it. But a lot of people just don't do it because they don't know that it's not marked to like, oh, sure. I like this trail. It's go on the boardwalk. Well, and uh, you just ruined the secret. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It. Well, they should. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, but, uh, but yeah, so then, um, so that's one place. The other thing is, is food. Um, there are places inside the park to eat, uh, like we talked about with Yellowstone, but um, it's usually a little bit more expensive and all that. But if you go a little bit down the road, uh, there's lots of different places in Yellowstone to eat that were in Idaho, and it's just down from Mesa Falls. So you could go through in Yellowstone, uh, Malco, uh, leave Yellowstone, and go through, uh, to Mesa Falls and do your your uh, Teton National Park, uh, National Forest. And go through um, and uh, Mesa Falls, and then just go down to the town of Ashton. You know, another twenty minutes or so, and uh, there is a burger joint called Big Judd's, and it's home of the one pound burger. Oh um, wow! And I, uh, I feel like you've told me about Big Judd's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, your favorite it's, place? <laughs> it's 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 a good place. It's it's probably one of my favorites because it's home. Sure, <laughs> uh, it's sure. In Idaho, but uh, it's it's uh, super delicious. I mean, it's a giant burger. Uh, I've only done the giant burger a couple times because it's a huge burger. Right, um, that sounds like and, an undertaking. But their their uh, Hawaiian burger is magnificent, mm. and pineapple on a burger is awesome. So I disagree. They do one hundred percent. Well, let's, yeah, we won't get that today. We'll do that <laughs> on our food segment. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it's really good. Um, but they have they have chicken sandwiches, they have hamburgers, regular hamburgers, but they do have the Big Judd Challenge, which is a uh, one pound burger. One pound of fries and a large drink. Wow. Um, and if you eat it all, uh, then you get put up on the wall. Um, but you also, they have, they've got, they started out doing that. And now people have gotten so good at doing it, they started the, like, the ultimate Big Judd or whatever. But it's two patties, two one-pound patties. Oh, wow. And they got That's up to, like, disgusting. three one-pound patties. Um, That's just too much. But, but if you're, like, with a group of five or a family of five, you get the one-pound burger and the fries and the drink. Um, and it's like 20 bucks for everything and they give you a knife and you just cut that sucker like a pie and everybody gets a slice of the burger and it feeds everybody. So, That's insane. Yeah, it's, it's a really good deal too. There. I wonder how they like make sure that the, it's like the right temperature. Oh, the burger? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's as thick as I'm imagining. It's not, it's not, the, it's not like two inches thick. It's regular kind of Oh, so it's more like a burger pancake? It's, it's size of your plate. That's crazy. So it's a huge burger. Sure. They, have have, they have special buns. Side note, um, while I was at college, I was the bun delivery guy for Big Judd. So I delivered buns <laughs> to them because they, they had a specially made at a bakery in town. Oh, right. And so, uh, okay. yeah. So um, I would uh, take an order like three times a week out to them. Uh, these fresh, huge buns. You brought um, the buns? Yeah, I brought the buns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So... So that, that's a really good deal there. Are um, you on the wall? Are you on the wall? No, I'm not. I've, oh. That's just not one I've ever been really interested. If it was a steak, that's probably the only food challenge that I would do. If like a, the old 
Uh, I think it's like the old 64 or 68 from Great Outdoors. Giant, big old T-bone steak. Sure. Yeah, I would give that a shot. Um, <laughs> but uh, nothing too spicy. Not right. the spice challenges. Uh, I enjoy oh, my yeah. food too much to ruin it. <laughs> yeah, shout out so, to the hot ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the other uh, other cool thing is, so South Dakota is beautiful. And make sure you spend a lot of time at Badlands National Park. Um, but uh, uh, also the uh, in Wall, South Dakota, which is about, uh, actually it's right there at the entrance of Badland. Um, there is a Wall Drug, which is a giant drugstore. It's famous for taking up a whole city block. Wow. And they're famous <laughs> for their free water. So get in, go in and get some free water. They have a lot of cool other uh, souvenirs you, and everything. How are famous for free water? Is that well, like... back in the day when people were just like, you know, driving 55 miles an hour and like road trips weren't the thing. Sure. It was like, hey, you can get free water. But they've been around since like 1900. So it was like when you're on your horse. <laughs> you could come to Wall Drug and get some free water. Interesting. And that's how they get people in there. And then they'd have all, like, they have cinnamon bre- uh, cinnamon rolls. They have donuts. They have uh, all sorts of souvenirs. At a drugstore. A restaurant. Yeah. And then, of course, the drugstore. That is so um, insane. So it's it's pretty cool to go see. The drugstore is pretty cool to go see. And that's see. in South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. Wow. Wall. It's, like, a really small town. I'm going to have to hit that but place up. But right there. in Wall, when you get off the freeway, lands. There is a um, a basically little cabin roadside uh, park. Oh. And um, really cool to stay. They have teepees you can stay in. They have little cabins, like uh, two-room cabins. Um, and really affordable, really cool. Puts you right there outside of, you know, a mile from the Badlands entrance. Um, but I'd recommend staying there. Um, and then uh, I see that you, he's, he's staying up in the Minnesota uh, it, it's probably worth, and he's staying on 90. It might be worth dropping down to 80, um, going into the what I call the nose of Iowa to Dyersville, Iowa, uh, where the Field of Dreams. Have you ever seen the movie Field of Dreams? Uh, it's a great place to stop, especially in June. Corn will be decent height, um, and uh, you get some pictures. If you haven't seen the movie Field of Dreams, which we've already talked about this, yeah, I, know I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. I haven't seen it. Seen it. <laughs> um, I will bring it into you Although on Monday. I, and I, I mentioned this the last time we were talking about it, um, that I've seen it enough pop culture references yeah. to know what, is, the, what the deal is. Is this heaven? No, yeah. it's Iowa. Like, <laughs> right. It's another, um, but uh, if you build it, they will come. come. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Classic line. Exactly. But I, I'll bring it in. You watch it. Okay. That'd okay. be your homework assignment. <laughs> um, it's it's a classic movie. It's baseball season right now. It's All right, perfect listeners, time. you have to watch it with me. Yeah. So uh, that that's that's for him. Um, another one here. Uh, let me get back to it here. Um, is a gentleman who is, you know what's funny is? I think it's a man. I don't know, yeah, but anyway, you can't assume on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, anyway, he is planning a trip, uh, and he is doing a huge, giant circle. Um, he is going uh, from uh, the coast. I believe he's starting in the Portland area, going down uh, the coast and the San Francisco, all the way down to uh, cutting off right before Los Angeles. So it looks like he's probably going to go through the redwoods. Um, Los Angeles around up through Arizona, uh, through Las Vegas, 
Uh, and then he is going to, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to Page, the town of Page, Arizona, which has really cool, a couple cool things. It has Antelope Canyon, which is on the Navajo reservation, ran by a Navajo Indian tribe. Uh, it's like 25 bucks or 35 bucks. Uh, they have two different sections of it. They have the north and the south. Um, we did the south. We were going to do the north, but everybody that we talked to that had done the north already said the south was way better. Oh. So it might be worth just doing just the south if you're kind of on a budget. Um, but Antelope Canyon is really cool. It's these giant, like, you have to climb down in. Uh, if, it's rain, if it starts raining at all, they have these ladders that come down to get people out because oh, uh, right. flash floods. Yeah, you'd never be able to. And you don't even know what's coming. Um, but uh, I believe it was about 20 years ago. Uh, they had a bunch of uh, German tourists that got stuck down in there, oh. and uh, it's like seventeen of them died. Ooh, um, wow. But it's 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 messy. So, uh, but they've it's really safe. They've got everything set up. But it's really cool pictures and colors, and you're down in this this basically this crevice in the earth, um, <laughs> and it's really cool. They do a really good. The guys do a really good explaining the history of Antelope Canyon as well. Um, the other one is uh, Horseshoe Bend. Uh, and they're like 10 minutes apart from each other. Um, but uh, he was originally set to go and do... Um, actually, that was probably the last... Yeah, it was the last guy. Um, or the next guy. Um, but uh, um, one of the places he looks like he's going to is he's going to go up through Utah, up into Idaho, uh, through Montana, over through Washington, uh, and then down the coast wow. back to his home. That's a big trip. And um, that's my stomping grounds. That whole area is my stomping right, grounds. Right. So uh, one of the things I told him was, hey, when you're going through uh, Utah, if you're going to go to Arches, which it looks like it's, it has on his trip, uh, Canyonlands and Arches are right next to each other, 20 minutes apart. Make sure you hit up both of those. Um, but then also um, the uh, about 45 minutes to an hour, uh, no, actually probably an hour and a half, um, anyway, is Goblin Valley State Park, and it is like my favorite place in Utah. <laughs> um, I went there. Valley. Yeah, I went there when I was uh, 22 years old, um, and I went back nine years straight. Um, wow! And uh, with it's... with with a new group of people every time. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's it's just a really awesome place. Really surreal. Um, you know, I, I like going April May is when I usually go. Uh, July is really hot, but sure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> totally worth it to go there. But I usually like go in April and May, and it's really cool because when you're there in April and May, you're standing in desert, but then you can see they go from desert to greenery to snow-capped mountains, like oh. in one picture, and it's really cool. That's so, insane. Yeah, these red rock, uh, color, just all these colors, and it's really cool. Um, but Goblin Valley is this valley, and inside is a bunch of these little hoodoos. Um What's rock a, formations. What's a it's like these mushrooms, like these rocks that kind of stick out like fingers. Oh. Um, Canyonlands has a lot of them. They actually call them the hoodoos there. Oh, so the like little like rock it's, pillar kind it, of thing. Basically, so the wind has blown the sand out, and this is what's left is oh, these hoodoos. That's cool. Goblin Valley, they look like mushrooms, but they call them goblins because at night when the moon's bright, hits on them, and there's shadows everywhere. Oh, um, wow. And it's just it's crazy. Um, you can look up pictures online. Yeah, we'll post some but, stuff after yeah, this. Yeah, but that place is extremely cool, super awesome. Um, totally worth, and it's not going to take a bunch of time out of your time to go through there um, and then head up through Salt Lake City, which looks like what you're doing. Um, a lot of good places to eat. 
uh, in um, Salt Lake City, Bam Bam's Barbecue. Stop. Try it. Is that Unless Bam you're Bam? a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're a vegetarian like my uh, buddy Cam here. Vegetarian. But, yeah. In-house Bam vegetarian. Bam's, yeah. Bam Bam's Barbecue You know Bam Bam awesome. after the Flintstones? <laughs> no. The guy who started it. Oh. Bam Bam. His name know. was Bam Bam. Interesting. Yeah. Well, they, that's his nickname. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but, huh. but, yeah. I wonder what his oh, real name is. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Steve. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> How do you get that reputation? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve. Um, but yeah, then, then he's going through his, it looks like his trail is going up through uh, eastern Idaho, Pocatello, Idaho Falls. Uh, in Pocatello, it's home of the Space Burger called Tasty Treat. It's, uh, it's awesome. Um, my parents actually went to school uh, with the couple who started it, I believe they've passed it on to kids now. I think I'm going to task you with creating a uh, burger road trip. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all these burger joints. <laughs> well, the space burger is really cool because it's basically two pieces of bread and you put your filling inside so it could be like barbecue pork, it could be chicken, it could be hamburger with like sure. uh, you know cabbage and, and mushrooms and onions and all that stuff. But then it presses it into a circle and snaps it down. Um, oh. If you've seen those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches pre-made at the store... Uh, sure. The schmuckers. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. schmuckers. It yeah. looks like that, but like bigger because it's so much more full of stuff. Interesting. Um, but it looks like a spaceship, and it's and it's it's grilled, like in the fact that it's paninied. So right. it's, oh, it's toasted. Oh, 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 toasted. Oh, I see. Um, for the record, that's basically how um, veggie burgers are made. Oh, just a bunch of ingredients, kind of just super pre- pressed into okay. into one patty. Well, so. this clamps it down, and and then you have a pocket. Basically, it's like basically a. Hot pocket. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Like you were saying, this pocket. Yeah, right, so right, hot right, pocket. Right. Yeah, but it looks like a space. It, and anyway, it's really good. They got really good desserts. Uh, just this little small town deal. Um, Idaho Falls. Uh, I lived in Idaho Falls for eight years. And they have a jerky outlet there called Glenwood Jerky Outlet. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the best jerky I've ever I, I mean, tried. you're quite the jerky oh, man, too. I, I'm a jerk. I would eat a lot of jerky. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But it's it's my favorite. They have one that's a teriyaki with crushed red pepper. Ooh, and I like that. it is sweet. And then all of a sudden, it just punches you in the face with heat. And it's my favorite one. Wow. Teriyaki is really good by itself, but with the red pepper, that will keep you awake on your road trip. <laughs> so stop in there, uh, Idaho Falls. The other place, if you're looking for a place to eat there, uh, Snake Bite. It's kind of a little hipster type joint. Um, it's been around for uh, many years, but uh, they only take cash. And the food is just phenomenal. The wow. fries are like fresh cut waffle fries, lightly, waffle fries. lightly seasoned, but like the seasoning is amazing. Mm. Their salad, um, someone told me once that they were like the first place to put uh, cranberries, uh, uh, craisins in a salad. Oh, right. Um, but I, right. I'm sure that's, you know, baloney. <laughs> but uh, it, it's really good. Um, and so that's a really good place there. Um, but then you, uh, from there, I... Instead of going, and you can go off to Yellowstone, we've already talked about that. He has it going up, but it looks like he might be going through um, Craters of the Moon. Um, Craters of the Moon is a really cool place. Um, some people uh, get there and they're like, well, what's the point? But it's just, it's a different landscape. It is lava flows. And these lava flows Whoa. cover so much area, you can see it from space. It's like a scar on Earth That's from awesome. space. But it's... Uh, at one of the lookouts, it's right off the little two million highway that goes through it. Um, you're looking out over these lava fields with all these weird looking junipers or uh, trees that are popping up off out of the rocks. And you're like, how can anything grow on this? Right. And then you have like three 
volcanoes out in the distance that created these lava flows. It seems like um, an alien planet. And, yeah, <laughs> they call them the Three Sisters, and uh, it's it's super awesome. You can get deeper into the monument um, where you can like go down into craters, just blown out lava that looks like craters. That's why I call it Craters of the Moon. Um, there is an unmarked hot spring, so if you go at the right time of year, you can kind of see the oh, the, the steam the coming steam up. Come yeah. up. Um, That's awesome. If you are driving through, and it's like just outside of the monument, but if you're driving through and you see a couple cars parked off just sitting there, and they're like, you're looking around like, why do they lean at? You might get out and see the little trailer there, Ooh. and it'll take you down, and it literally is secret hot spring. This little hot spring, and it's it's pretty cool. Secret no longer. Yeah. Um, you're just ruining all the local And it's spots. not super hot. It's like... It's lukewarm, consider you know considering hot springs. Uh, it's it's not super hot, but it's it's a nice warm soak. Um, and uh, and then from there, when you're, you have to go through Arco, Idaho. Uh, my brother in law is from Arco, Idaho, uh, but Arco, Idaho is uh, where the first nuclear sub was in um, the INL Idaho National Laboratory near Arco, Idaho, and most people that live in Arco worked <laughs> at that national laboratory uh, but anyway first nuclear sub was developed uh there um now i don't know at this site i might be wrong about like i might be failing middle school geography here yeah. but that's not like near water is no, it? no no <laughs> so they actually developed the sub there the, the the um what do you call it the technology developed the sub and then the sub was tested up in north idaho in a really really deep lake so so yeah, really, really cool history there. But because of all the nuclear testing and things that go there, the town of Arco has a place called Pickles Place that's home of the Atomic Burger. Really cool little place. And it's got a giant, place. yeah. <laughs> um, it's got a giant green chair in front. A lot of good photo ops. Um, really small town. The other cool thing is you'll know you're in the right spot because when you pull into town, the numbers and all the numbers are every graduating class from. Um, <laughs> from uh, Butte County High School uh, goes up there and puts their graduation date like into the rock into the cliff rock wow that looks over town so Wait, it so goes like each year does their each own year, year or each, each year does, does each of their own year so oh, okay. so like a class of like 1944 is represented and you'll see 44 with the uh, apostrophe up on the rock and all the way up to 2018 wow. when this year's over you'll see an 18 up there on the rocks that's crazy. And it's pretty. It's pretty interesting sight, but uh, that's awesome. Yeah, the uh, the Butte County Pirates. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the uh, uh, let's see here. Um, you go up and through in Montana, and it, Montana is just a crazy, crazy cool, cool uh, state. Um, looks like you have yourself going up to Glacier National Park. And that is yeah, we've talked about that one amazing. We talked park. about that one before. Um, Glacier, great pictures from that. Yes, I do. And Glacier is a to me a better mix of Yellowstone, where it has it does have its um, uh, commercial side, but then when you get into it, the commercial kind of it's like right there at the entrance, and then from there you go in there and you can just get lost. I mean, there's trails everywhere. Um, we hiked like forty miles in three days. Wow. Um, saw some really cool stuff. Quite a bit. Came across a grizzly bear and two cubs, and it's scary. <laughs> um, so make sure you take your bear spray. Um, but, yeah, it'll get you in shape. Um, a really pretty area. Um, and then, uh, yeah, going across Idaho. Um, Coeur d'Alene. Lake Coeur d'Alene is really cool. Um, it uh, has, I believe it's the longest 
inland boardwalk um, oh. that goes around the lake. Uh, there's an ice cream place there um, called Gooey's. Uh, that's highly Gooey's. recommended. Yep. Gooey's. Yeah. Our, our, we're going to talk to my buddy Tim here. He actually lives in Spokane right across the state line. And he's not a Gooey's. He's, okay. Yeah, he's the one that told me about well, it. Well, yeah, we'll have, but, I'll uh, have to pick his brain Gooey's. Giant Sundays, like, um, and and that. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's kind of really um, But uh, the last one uh, is one I was thinking of before. And, and he was going to go um, – he, he was going to go up through Page, Arizona. And he was going to go to Horseshoe Bend first. Then he was going to go over to Zion National Park, which is like two and a half hours going west. And then – come through Bryce Canyon National Park uh, and then drop back down into Page to go to Antelope Canyon. Okay. Those are things you can do like in a four-hour period easily together. I see. So he doesn't need to go back down south. He can drop and go back up. So what I suggested to him was going up through Bryce Canyon and the north of Bryce Canyon is uh, Capitol Reef National Park which is like the Forgotten National Park in Utah. Ooh. Um, And uh, you'll see a lot of... uh, Elderly folks, gray hair with RVs going through there, but uh, which just makes the tra- the trails you're going on. You might not see anybody, or you'll sure. see a couple people. Is all you get going to Arches. Uh, you go to Arches, so I suggest he goes there, and I suggest Goblin Valley to him, um, and stopping at Ray's Tavern in Green River on your way to Goblin Ray's, Valley. Ray's Tavern. Ray's Tavern. Really good burgers. Wow. <laughs> you were like they you have, were trying to stop. They have, they have me. steak. They have steak too. Um, I, I can like see burgers. it on your face. You're like, I don't want to tell them why. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you'd like to drink, they do have a lot of you know stuff on tap and like local, cool, uh, more uh, brew brew beers. Um, but then uh, uh, when you get to Arches National Park, um, it is extremely extremely popular. And so when you are like you're hiking to the famous arch that's on the license plate, that right, you see right. Right. Um, you're not going to be the only person unless you go like in the middle right. of the night type thing. Um, it's really crowded. It's really cool to go see. But um, uh, if, if you're wanting some time away from people, drop down to the Canyonlands. Uh, um, and there's some really cool places there. Um, when you go to these national parks, here's a tip for you. Make sure you talk to your rangers. Uh, let them know what you're wanting to do. And um, talk to a couple of them, and some of them will tell you some secrets. Because they're so familiar with the area. Exactly. Some of them will tell you secrets of the place. You know what? Don't waste your time going here. And you tell them, like, I don't want to go where everybody's going. I want to go on a, you know, something I'm in good shape so I can. And there's some really cool stuff there um, that you can go see. Uh, Candylands, too, is out of uh, Zion, Capitol Reef, uh, and uh, Arches and, and Candylands. I haven't been to Bryce yet. But those four, I saw the most wildlife at Canyonlands. And like, really? Yeah. And we're talking like rams, goats, like <laughs> crazy stuff. And a lot of, uh, of ruins. Um, oh. For Anasazi ruins. Right. Um, built in these little cliffs that are really cool that you can look into and stuff. That's awesome. So, that so kind of yeah. has it all there a little it, bit. It, exactly. Um, and then, uh, you know, same thing when you start going through Idaho. I gave him some of those same, same places. But uh, he's... Looks like he's ending his in Salt Lake City, uh, and so to fly out to go home. So uh, I told him to make sure when you're in Salt Lake City, Bam Bam's Barbecue. Nice. <laughs> also, uh, J-Dogs. J-Dogs. Uh, yes, they have a special sauce for their hot dog. Uh, and it's, it's really good. So, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, we will uh, try to go back and um, get links for all of the places that <laughs> yeah. this was a, a bit of a segment for helping 
just people we see on the internet looking for advice on road trips, and yeah. that's kind of the, the point of the podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and we'll, you know, this is the first one, and, and as we grow, we'll uh, be able to make sure we get more links on there for people that might be going that right. same direction these other people are going. Um, I'm new to Reddit myself, and so yeah. there's a lot of people that don't use Reddit, even though there's a lot of people that do. <laughs> and so you can still be using Reddit, listen to our podcast, and uh, maybe find your next adventure to go on. And, awesome. uh and that's where you'll be able to contact us, ask questions. So if yeah. you are going on a trip, um, and you know we'll be able to hopefully answer some of your questions or give yeah. you at least some direction. Right. Provide um, at least. Uh, you know, if you if you know that you're going to go to Glacier National Park, uh, you know, let us know. Like, hey, I'm going two months. I need some information, sure. and and we can contact some rangers and maybe get one on the show. Right. Give yeah. us some insight. Do it so do it live. <laughs> yeah. So, no, awesome. But. Uh, yeah, you have any thoughts or comments or questions that you well, want to share I think, with everybody? I think it was a great first episode. Yeah, um, we usually end the episode in some tips. So do yeah. you have? Uh, well, I kind of sprinkled tips in yeah, there. Yeah, got some tips as, in there. Yeah, um, as far as uh, uh, those specific places, but as far as road trips in general, uh, make sure you have water in your car. I'd always have a couple of twenty ounce bottles, right? You know, tucked into your side, your side of your door. Sure. You never take them out; they're always there. Uh, there, water is good for drinking if you get stuck on a highway. Um, also, if you got to fill up, uh, you know, you're overheating, you can fill it up in your because uh, we're in a coolant. Right. You can just put that water in there. Um, I, I always heard the the trick was to pee. Yeah. Into your radiator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't want your car to smell like pee. Exactly. Well, water. and some people just don't have the aim for it. So, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. always better to have bottled water and, and pour that in there. Um, so, can have a couple bottles of water. Uh, I would highly, highly, highly recommend never traveling alone. For road right. trips. You had mentioned that earlier. I think yeah, that's a good I, one. Budget just, system. Yeah, I just I, I'm not a huge fan of I mean I've I've had to travel a lot where I drive you know uh, home from Idaho Falls to Boise, Idaho, just five four or five hour drive. I've done that multiple times on myself. Right. But I don't I don't usually on those trips when I'm by myself, I'm very picky about what I stop. I don't get off and start hiking. Right. Um, and you often hear hear these stories of yeah, they found the car, and then they're searching, and they end up finding the person dead uh, because they got lost right. on the trail. Or, I mean, didn't have know, water, you, didn't have the right things. You roll your ankle a mile out, and oh. I mean, th- well, that's going to take you hours now. Not all of us can be. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, cut his arm off. Uh, oh, down, the, the down in Utah, um, one twenty-eight um, hours. Yeah, guy? one hundred twenty-seven yeah. hours. Yeah, oh, Brian Rolston. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Not all of us can be. I him. was trying to say James Franco. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I know that's not right. James Franco <laughs> made him in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it's one of those things where not all of us are equipped or have the uh, ability to just cut off our arm if we get right. stuck. And so or, uh, that w- that one guy you were telling me who uh, was uh, he got so drunk that he accidentally uh, climbed oh, yeah. a mountain. Yeah. Instead of he, finding his way back to the hotel. Exactly. You know, it's. <laughs> We're not all made of that kind of material. Exactly. So, you know, you always have a designated driver for when you're drinking. Uh, you should always have a co-pilot, a body system. Right. Body system. Right. Um, that's why we're doing this podcast alone. Yeah, exactly. Always have a buddy with you. Uh, just somebody with you that if somebody ha- something happens to one of you, there's better chance of somebody else coming. And plus, it's way more fun to share, like, new adventures with somebody else. Right. It's really about, like, you know, uh, when you're doing a unique adventure, it's about, you know, getting those memories. Pictures are important, but you're trying to... to Well, 
selfie sticks are great for like certain things, but right. sometimes it's better just to have another person there that can take your picture sure. and get the whole scenery in the background. Right. And so, um, so the, the awkward yeah, not the self out, not the selfie, <laughs> you know, and uh, and so it's there's a lot of benefits to having a, another person with you. Uh, uh, another thing that I would always suggest is, um, and and we can go into this one. I think later on down the road as we uh, continue growing our podcast, but um, I once had a, a trip I went on where I had two flat tires and I was out in the middle of nowhere. This was at Goblin Valley and there's a whole bunch of different ways you can go down there. And we were out in the middle of nowhere, got two flat tires. I only had one spare tire. So the spare tire was already on. I got the second, the second flat tire. Flat. And was the, and the flat for the spare or for... What do you mean? Like, did you... Uh, was the second Oh, flat? no, it was a different... So different, yeah. Wow. yeah. So my car was... That's my car, extremely unlikely. My car was a Honda CRV that came with a tire on the back that's full size. Sure. So that's why I kept going. Is I got the full right. size. I'm like, what are the odds? And we get two flat tires. <laughs> so, yeah, we got in there and we're like 47 miles from like the road. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and like 78 miles, I believe we clocked from... Uh, the closest town. That's and out so, there. And we had we'd gone in there and we'd only seen one other car the whole time we're winding so 25 miles an hour scary. through these dirt roads. It's getting hot. And, yeah, guessing. and it's, oh yeah, it's, I mean, it was April, but 75 degrees in desert is hot. Yeah. Um, and then at night it gets really cold. So that's right. what you're really like, oh, I'm going to go. And, <laughs> and how long is it going to be before somebody finds us? Um, and so uh, we went and looked around and, and luckily, uh, as we're about, luckily it was like 20 minutes and we're like hey what are we going to do I'm like let's eat lunch you know because I'm always thinking about food first right so let's eat lunch and we'll see what happens like we'll figure something out after we eat let's just kind of chill and it was me and uh, a girl and a, and a buddy of mine and uh, yeah so we're sitting there eating all of a sudden this big huge 12 passenger white van comes driving by and we flag them down and they jumped out and uh, it, you know it, it's kind of funny you know uh, it, it was like a clown car just like all these guys come <laughs> flying out of it and then there's one woman and that was in the passenger seat and so there's like 10 guys and one woman um, and <laughs> that's a, like yeah that's exactly what you want to show up when you're on the side of the road exactly. you want like 10 dudes <laughs> well you want the one woman and the reason right. is is because the guy's like oh that really stinks i think you have to because that was like i said worst case scenario you have to drive out on the rims and then i have to buy a whole new right rim that's tire on yeah. yeah but i've been like 40 some miles to get the cell service probably and then sure. all this sort of stuff and they're like oh yeah it looks like that's what you're gonna have to do and uh and then the wife of the guy was like hey don't we have a uh can we blow up their tire for them don't we have those uh sticky things that you can plug it he's like oh oh yeah yeah i guess we could try that and so we loaded up in their van took them down and took them to their camp area and we hung out with them for an hour, made new friends. They were all from New York. Wow. And uh, I'd never been out here. So it was there was the husband and wife who had been out here, and they were bringing their New York friends out <laughs> on this trip. But uh, uh, and there was a, these plugs, and these plugs like changed my life. And so from there on, um, I try to have these plugs in my vehicle, nice. uh, especially if I'm going on any kind of a road trip. A uh, couple years later, uh, for a job uh we were driving to denver from boise which is 12 and a half hours and we were pulling a a u-haul behind uh, our truck and uh we got a flat tire in junction city um (laughs) and uh in colorado there and uh anyway uh big old piece of metal had gone up inside of there 
and nothing was open except for like a, a hardware st- or a auto store. Right. So we went in there, got the plugs. We were able to get one of those, you know, uh, fix the flats. Oh, the inflatable. The inflatables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we just plugged that thing up there and did the fix the flat, um, and then filled it up with more air when we were able to find some more air. And uh, we drove to Denver. We're there for three days, and then drove all the way back to Den- uh, from Denver to Boise on that same on that same tire wow. with that plug in there. They don't suggest it, but we did it, and I think it was still another month and a half before he did anything about getting the, the tire fix but, uh, on his truck. But yeah, so uh, we'll have little clips and stuff for that for you. Sure, yeah, get you guys some so, links for those plugs. That's yeah, like a good tip. So those are some simple tips. Um, Great. But uh, always, always, always talk to locals, um, and you might have to talk to eight of them to get something good. Right. But, uh, it's worth it. Yeah. It's and, worth it. And when, uh, does, when you're out on the trail... When you see people, say hi. It's, right. it's, it's one of those, you can always, it's funny because you can always tell, uh, especially when you go to like national parks in, um, in uh, like Zion, for instance. Oh, the and you can always ones. You can always tell who's from big cities and who's, who's from either small town America or uh, they're either from like Europe, Germany or something. Right. Because they always say hi to each other. Um, gotcha. <laughs> but it, it, you can tell they're from like you know Las Vegas because you say hi and they just ignore you. <laughs> okay, rude. But I've made some good friends from Germany. I've made some good friends from uh, California, right. all over the place. It's just so, a part of that unique experience. Yeah, meeting new people. Yeah, and 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 you say hi to somebody. You might have stuff in common, and they're going to lead you to things nearby right. that are going to make your experience even better. Right. So, right. So. Great. Well, that, uh, I guess that's the first podcast, right? That's yeah. episode one. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tune in uh, on Mondays and Fridays. Yep. Uh, we'll have another one up on we Friday. We're trying about 10 a.m., but yeah. you know, as, 10, as things go. 10 a.m. Eastern time. We'll try so. to get this uh, the, the videos up as soon as we can afterwards, yeah. but you know, we're, uh, we're basically a two-man army here, yeah, so exactly. bear with us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just started a little subreddit for us, and I'll be posting... The links to all of our articles that we were mentioning, um, yeah. some of the uh, the comments that Ren was uh, talking to and helping with, and uh, also uh, anything that you know you mentioned at the end here, any tips, any of the plugs, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, again, you can always go to gonetrippingpodcast.com. Yeah. And uh, there you will see all us. You'll learn about yeah. more about us. All sorts of good stuff. Uh, but also, uh, you'll see all the things we're doing social media wise. So. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, hope uh, make sure you share this with your friends. Yeah. We'll let them know that there's a new travel podcast <laughs> talking about travel the scene. and uh, get them going traveling with you. All of a sudden, yeah. you have your buddy system right there. You right. Know? There you go. You don't have to go alone. Tell somebody <laughs> else about it. Yeah. So, but uh, you guys have a good day, and we'll talk yeah. to you on Friday. Make every trip an adventure. <laughs>